Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Four Corners Podcast on the Pit Podcast Network. My name is Shad. I'm joined tonight by Matt and Brad. How are you guys doing? Well, I mean, um, all joking aside, we usually tape these on a Monday or Tuesday, and legitimately, like, five minutes ago, they just announced uh, Roman Reigns has leukemia. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that was a big shock that literally just came like moments ago. Uh, and I mean, I know we've kind of been, we've kind of like not been the biggest Roman fan, but Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, we've got um, a compatriot who is there live right now too, who mm-hmm. was giving Matt the heads up. Um, yeah, he. You uh, know, we've. He, go he, ahead. he gave the. Yeah, he, sorry to cut you off. He gave me. Um, yeah, he was texting me and. <laughs> I mean, he he put this kind of uh, indelicately, but he uh, he wasn't trying to be you know ugly or rude about it. But he he sent me a text saying, like, because he brought his his young son, um, who's like three years old, not even yeah. four years old, uh, and the, his kid is just a huge wrestling fan, super excited to go see Raw, and he's like, man, like this was really rough. I, I hate taking him to uh, to this show and i'm like why like what what's wrong it's like it's cancer raw i'm like what do you mean and that's when like the news broke like the news yeah. literally was coming across so, as he was like texting that well i tell you what let's go ahead and we'll get our our social media and our um you know our shout outs and plugs done and then we'll revisit a little bit so um if you guys want to hit us up on social media we have a facebook page uh isn't that right brad uh, yeah, that's Four Corners Podcast. It is the number four corners as one word podcast. Give us a like, leave a comment. Okay, and then um, we're on Twitter as well. We are. Yeah, right. Yep, we are uh, at Podcast Four Corners. That's a capital P. That's the number four at Podcast Four Corners. Uh, feel free to tweet at us, uh, give us a, a DM talk about wrestling talk about this news um yeah and um we're on instagram our instagram is at the number four four corners podcast uh you know hit us up um i'm i'm posting stuff on it whenever we um whenever we post new episodes and things like that but uh, i imagine that after with what's going on tonight, we'll also have to do some other stuff to send out there. Um, and if you're not a social media person, you can email us too. Isn't that right, Brad? Yep, that is pitpodcast25 at gmail.com. And um, <clears throat> a couple of shout-outs. Uh, the first one, we are, are pending our arrangement with Collar and Elbow. Uh, buy wrestlers for wrestlers and wrestling fans. Um the guys that run it are great guys. They make quality gear. And once every three months, they drop new gear. Check it out. Uh, um, once we get all of our stuff processed and everything, um, then we'll have a, uh, we'll go through and do a, uh, we'll have, I'm sorry, just a little off track. We'll go and we'll have uh, discount codes for everybody. So yeah, we're, we're, we apologize if the next 20 minutes is a little disheveled because, like, we're probably all texting people because it's kind of out of the blue. and Yeah, this, this like, no kidding, um, Matt mentioned something about it, and then I found it on the WWE Twitter literally right before we started re- recording. 
So we have taken our plan for this episode and just pitched it because this has upended the whole thing. Yeah, we we <clears throat> this is eight thirty one p.m. Monday night. So it it literally just went on. They just probably finished the opening segment about ten minutes ago. Yeah, this is December twenty second, or not October twenty second, twenty eighteen. <laughs> wow. Okay, and. So, you know, this was, I think it was the opening segment. Um, oh, and we can't forget, also, we have one other shout-out. Um, isn't that right, Matt? Yeah, that would be the FCO cologne. Um, I don't have a funny joke for this. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, kind, this of is kind of somber. Yeah, this is kind of tamped out on the, the funny jokes for the day. But, yeah. we, you know, we, we want to join what we suspect everybody on the roster like Epico, that uh, we hope that, uh, you know, the guys got a good recovery ahead of him. So yeah. with our shout outs out of the way uh, for also feel free, hit us up, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, email, post on our stuff, message us. We'd love to hear from you. And with all of that out of the way, um, yeah, Roman's announcement, he came out to the, the middle of the ring to tell everybody um, the, the clip that's on Twitter starts with him saying, you know, my real name is Joe. And for the last 11 years, uh, I've had to live with leukemia. So I, that means the way he talks, that means it's gone into remission. Um, but now it has returned, uh, leukemia, you know, a type of blood cancer that yeah, I don't know if it's accurate, but the stories I hear, it seems to show up more in in younger patients but <laughs> that could just be that I, those are the only stories i ever hear i think uh, um i think you i think the i think the most common forms are younger people okay so that means that he got diagnosed with it his own words were when he was 22 that's kind of that's kind of late i think for it actually it is but that and but then you know he it went into remission and um, after, you know, after going through that and it going into remission, and now here we are, eleven years later. So Romans thirty three. That's not very much younger than we are. It's come back, um, and there's there's a shot on um, on WWE Twitter as well <laughs> of. Um, the, the shield together out there on the stage. And to be honest with you, the three of them look about as close to tears as you would expect any of the three of them to look. Um, which I got to say, I, I, the fact that later on in the show tonight, um, Rollins and Ambrose are going to go up with Ziggler and McIntyre is impressive. I if the match sucked, I wouldn't blame them. Yeah, this is just really kind of unexpected because there were there was uh, kind of news put out there that he had missed a few house shows, uh, and that it didn't necessarily seem to be anything. I mean, sometimes you know it's just a minor injury. People take a few days off, but then rumors, I think earlier today or yesterday, started creeping up that he might miss uh, the Crown Jewel show, assuming that even happens uh but when that came up you know obviously there's talk about well maybe it's a more serious injury but of course you think like 
what what injury would it be? You'd think probably oh, it's just something. Maybe he like tweaked an elbow. Maybe he hurt his knee. Back issue, something kind of regular and almost mundane in the sense, at least of how what injuries you could get wrestling. But I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone thought it would be this. It, it um because you have to think like, especially if he's if if um if it came back like that's probably close to career being done, or at least like puts him on the shelf for a long time. It would, yeah, it wouldn't depend entirely upon what type of treatment he needs. But if he has to get some sort of, uh, I don't know, chemotherapy or radiation or both, uh, that those treatments usually last at least six months. Uh, and of course, you, he's he would probably lose a lot of muscle mass. Yeah, I don't know. It would, you're looking at a potentially like very long recovery, or yeah. rebuilding at least to where he was before. You know, and I mean, again, we. I've been very critical of Roman, but obviously that's just how he's been booked and maybe yeah. not being the biggest fan of his like work inside the ring. But obviously as a real person, I wish him nothing but the best. I really hope he makes full recovery and comes back and starts annoying me with how they're booking him as Superman all over again. But maybe, you know. maybe um, I don't know what they're going to do though, because they've, they've tanked everyone the last year and a half. Like, there's really no one to hold the belt now. Yeah, I mean, they're they're going to have to find something. It, after, after um, I, I do feel that I should point out that we, like Matt said, we've not been big fans of his booking, but we also have noted that the difference between Roman Reigns, the character, and Joe Anaoi, the, the guy, right? Um you know, I don't. We didn't wish bad on, on Joe, right? We no, just I mean, really didn't like the character of Roman. <laughs> and, which and again, what? Yeah, it wasn't even like his fault per se. It's you know how they booked him. Well, no, but I mean, this is this is a good, um, not to go too deep into the wrestling, but I think this is a good, this is a good example of why their one track mind was so bad. Because now you're now you're like yeah, okay. if you look back at at um, certain periods in WWE history, you have periods of the main babyface, right? The the Hogan period, the Backlund period, the the Cena period. <clears throat> but then you also have this stretch where you had not just one main event guy. You had multiple ones. So even in the era of Austin and Rock, Austin, you know, they're both main event guys. And yet they also had other main event guys to compete with them. You know, Taker was around and and Kane was around and, and Foley was around and stuff like that. So um you know, to to hang everything you've got on one guy does run the risk of you lose all of that build if something happens to him. You know, it could happen with like it did with Magnum TA. We have to remember, too, they had issues with Undertaker and Austin being healthy in 99, and that's why you got Rock and Mankind on top. Yeah, that's that's a good example of, of having more of a diverse main event. So that, let, okay, you know, let's even if it wasn't as serious as uh, this or what happened to Magnum, um, 
for those of you that don't, that don't know, Magnum TA, what early was it? Early or mid eighties? It was in eighty six that he eighty six. So he was he was gonna he was on his way to being the NWA champion. You know, athletic guy, good look, good talker, all that sort of stuff. He was on his way there and had a car wreck, and so you know that pretty much took him out of the ring for the rest of his life. But even barring something that severe, let's just let's say that. <clears throat> well, I mean, let's say that someone had got the Finn Balor injury and their shoulder was all screwed up. Um, you know, what What do you do then? They're, they're going to be out six months to a year. Well, what do you do if that's the guy you've pinned everything on? What if, you know, what if Lesnar had gotten hurt in, in that time period when he's holding the belt? What do you do then? You they, shouldn't have said Lesnar because they're probably just going to put the belt back on Lesnar. Uh, you can't you know, count on him that, Go ahead, Matt. Sorry to cut you off. It's all right. I, I mean, you can't even count on him being around for like the next six months. Yeah. I just, I imagine they're just going to, that's going to be their panic move. You're probably right, but I think that's a bad decision, both that's in the short and long term. Yeah. They just went through this whole thing with him, and I, to be honest with you, I'd, I'd leave that alone at this point. But, if I have the kind of power to inspire them to do stuff, then I want to be aware of it so I can say other things. <laughs> but I mean, if you really want to game it out, what do you what do you think will happen? Because I could, if they're if they're smart, even just as like a a stopgap until they can figure things out. Assuming that Crown Jewel actually happens, just have Lesnar versus um, Braun and just put the title on Braun. Just pull the trigger on it. I'm wondering That's, if I'm wondering yeah. my my guess is is that um is that he relinquished the title because he got his this is just this is just me theorizing is he is they spelled out what he's got to do to get this back under control potentially and it probably means radiation and stuff which means like he can't just have it done and like maybe miss a month or two and come back. Like I think, I think, I think he found out that he's going to be on the shelf for a while. Right. That that seems a reasonable conclusion. <coughs> yeah, I've known people who unfortunately have cancer, and that if you have to do those treatments, it's about. I guess it can vary, but it's about like every other week, and you get extraordinarily fatigued you get yeah. your hair falls your hair falls out like he i think even beyond like whether he could physically do it he would visibly look different yeah and it's and the sad thing is it's um it's a lot better than it used to be right so i think at least and, i think you can at least i think you can at least eat now while you're having it done instead of like what it used to be where it was almost as bad as the actual cancer um, the, from just kind of, you know, I've got the, got a Reddit reaction thread up too that I was scrolling through and someone made a good point says, you know, yeah, I feel awful saying this, but I wish he was just really injured because then it wouldn't be so bad, but this is, you know, this is bad news. 
no, especially especially when it comes out of remission and it comes back, it usually comes back worse than it ever was before. So, I mean, this, I would say, I'm not even, because just know, knowing what I know, I know and people I've been around, it's, this isn't good. Like, it's, it's serious. Depending mm-hmm. on what's going and on, like. Of everything, WWE never jokes about cancer. Like I've never heard them joke about that. So, yeah, I would, <laughs> I would say I would say that just my personal theory is that he probably never wrestles again, or if he does, it's going to be two or three years in the future. If I had to guess, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, you know, it, it's definitely going to shake things up. Um, I just wish it was under different circumstances, you know? The, uh... Mr. Mauschwitz agrees. Yes, Pips, Pips the Meowsher Schmitz agrees. She's, uh, she had a procedure done recently, and she's been rather vocal since then. Uh, But she's, she's not a, she's not a fan of this happening either. For all the things she may be, she's still a somewhat empathetic cat. It was just crazy because, like, we're, we were sitting here before the show and Matt's like, hey, like, Roman just gave up the belt. And we're like, OK, like what? And my first thought was, OK, what stupid storyline thing do they have going on now? He's like, he has leukemia. It's like, holy fuck. Really? Yeah. I mean, and I, I was. Heard, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was off the call and I came back and saw it on my Twitter feed. So we pretty much found it simultaneously, just kind of all at once. So, yeah, when I, I, Brad, I'm with you. Like, when I saw initial headline go, he's, he's relinquishing the belt, I thought, oh, God, well, it's some s- dumb storyline thing. But uh, the reality is a lot worse. <coughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, like, um, just, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, unfortunately, it is what it is. And I hope, I hope he, um, I hope just on a personal level that he comes through okay. Yeah. Uh, we've never had animosity towards no. a guy like we said earlier. And it's a shame to see someone who's at the, you know, who's on top of the world to have this happen. Um, I meant, like, in the sense that, like, <clears throat> taking everything out, like, him ever getting in the ring again, any of those considerations, like... I just, and knowing like people that have had cancer and like, um, things like that, like, I just, I just hope he makes it through. Like to me, like if I just, just, it worries me with it coming out of remission. Like I, uh, I just hope the guy's okay and makes it through. Yeah. I completely agree. It's beyond even like whether he'll wrestle again. I mean, ideally, you know, you hope that the guy can continue with his career and living his dream, but Beyond that, it's like, I look, just just get better, like survive. Yeah, like, I yeah. really just hope he I mean, he is a guy with a family. So I hope that, you know, everything works out OK with him. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, that's that's really the big thing is this is, you know, this is someone who's been out there to, you know, work hard and entertain us in a really physical thing. And then to have this come up, um, you know. 
God, it's just we 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 want we. You've heard us say it on the podcast before, and if you haven't, I guarantee we've said it. We don't want anything bad to ever happen to anybody. It's, sometimes we might say they need a break, but this is not. This is not a break. This is this is just really bad. So, I guess what we'll do is um, we'll kind of look around and and. With what else is happening, this being the the big topic, the hot breaking thing, but there's some other stealth stuff in the state of right now episode we can kind of look around at. Um, when I had first seen something about Roman being hurt in some way and not uh, not participating in Crown Jewel, it was also tied in with the fact that Cena and Daniel Bryan said that they weren't going to either. So. Uh, Crown Jewel going to be the big Saudi Arabia follow-up event after Greatest Royal Rumble. Um, and so they've been kind of, they built to that with um, Super Showdown from Australia and all that sort of stuff. And now, you know, there's a lot of um, stuff swirling around about Saudi Arabia in general. Um, we should probably get some background on that, though. So, uh, yeah, Brad, why don't you why don't you give us a little bit of background? So, um, how long ago was it that they killed that guy? Was it what, two weeks ago? Last, I thought it was in the last week or so. I thought this had been going on a little longer, like a week and a half, maybe. So there was a dissident journalist. Um, Matt might be able to fill in some of the finer details of that, but he was murdered in the country, and it's kind of spiraled into. Um, a lot of pressure on them to not do the show. Yeah, this uh, it's kind of a crazy story, like on many different levels. Um, so uh, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. I don't. It, know. it, it I, he's uh, he's he's he was a Saudi Arabian. He was a Saudi a Saudi Arabian journalist. Um, his name was Jamal. I. I, it, pardon me to anyone out there who, who knows the correct pronunciation. It, it looks like uh, Khashoggi. That's what it looks like uh, to my kind of untrained, phonetic ear. Um, uh, and he was a journalist, but uh, he, from kind of the uh, obituaries that have been written about him after his death now, he was... Uh, he loved Saudi Arabia. I mean, he was from there, but he also wasn't afraid be afraid to be critical of uh, the country and the the rulers, which is the uh, the um, the ruling family in Saudi Arabia, uh, including the 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 Crown Prince, basically, who's effectively taken over Crown Prince Mohammed. He's effectively taken over the country, and um, I guess he was. Is critical this the of same him. Crown Crown Prince that was um, looking at, at instituting some social changes? Yes, um, okay. same guy. Uh, it, it's a complicated situation because yes, that he was he has been doing that, uh, Crown Prince Mohammed. But obviously, he's also someone who is very uh, is very authoritarian. I mean, e- even coming to power, there was all sorts of stories about how he effectively came to power by putting several of his family members like in prison or house arrest or something like that. I think it's so, a, I think it's a given that any situation in the Middle East is extremely complicated and um, yes yeah to to say the least. But this guy was a 
he was uh, something of a dissident because he was critical of the the Saudi ruling family. Um, anyway, this the gentleman with Khashoggi was in uh, Istanbul, Turkey. He apparently went to the consulate to get uh, documents because he was uh, going to get married. Uh, I think I don't think initially when he came that they they did this, but he was supposed to come at a certain time. He he did come, and there was effectively, from what we, what it's kind of being reported because the story keeps changing, like literally on a daily basis. He went inside the consulate, and he was basically assaulted or taken prisoner by a team of Saudi intelligence officers or military. It's 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 very confusing. It seems like it's it was intelligence officers, but he was taken prisoner inside the consulate. Um, and depending upon what story you read, he was either uh, tortured and then killed or immediately died. Uh, this, this, the Saudi government has changed the story like a hundred times. They, they, initially, they initially said like, no, he wasn't here. And then it's like, oh, well, he may have been there, but he left. We don't know where he is. And then it turned into, yes, he went inside there and he died, but we don't know how. And then it turned into like, well... Yes, he went in there and he died, but it's because he started a fist fight with, apparently there was like, a, this team that went in there was like 15 people. So it's like, really? So he died in a, a, a brawl that he just happened to institute with 15 different men. Yeah. And it, it's there, led to people, it's sorry to cut you off, it's led to people kind of give a, a, a very darkly comic line where it's like, uh, you know, he walked in and tripped on a bone sock because <laughs> he... He basically was wow. dismembered. He was he yeah. was dismembered, um, yeah. and the body removed. But it's obviously a huge um, diplomatic issue because even though the consulate, I believe, is supposed to be considered Saudi Arabian soil, it, it occurred in a different country. Yeah. yeah. Well, it it uh, it was in Turkey, wasn't it? It was in Turkey. Yes, Istanbul, and Turkey. Turkey. Turkey brought this up to um, kind of put this out there. Even in the face of potentially losing like a big trade deal, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Turkey. Right. Look, Tur- Turkey has its own. This is kind of getting into like strength from uh, wrestling and going to like international geopolitics. Turkey obviously has its own kind of axe <laughs> grind. They're trying to. They're they're obviously seeking to be a power player in the Middle East, and I mean that that effectively puts them as a rival to Saudi Arabia. But it, I mean, th- this is a terrible thing that happened, and they're regardless of their motives i mean they should be bringing this to light but brad i think i cut, I cut you off a minute ago what were you gonna say i don't i was gonna say that there's a good chance the saudi government doesn't even actually know what happened because they probably their uh people probably are not telling them the whole story that they you know killed this guy and chopped him up into little bits just because that's what they were told to do yeah i mean i i 100 think that it, he was ordered killed. I don't. That's, but I. I don't know. We. It's. It. What's actually has happened? Who knows? It's. It's. I mean, there are people. Maybe our government knows because maybe they've seen the intelligence. But it's. It's a huge mess. Um, but obviously, this affects the WWE because they have this big deal to put on original content in Saudi Arabia. I'm. I'm a. Li- I was a little surprised by the amount of outrage that this has gotten, just because. I mean, when you when you follow events in the Middle East, this this event really isn't that um, unique. I think it's kind of a 
to me, it's I a, think that the thing that makes this stand out. I was going to say, I think what makes this stand out is that it's a very like on the face of it, open and shut. You mm-hmm. you know who the <clears throat> you know who <laughs> we'll go to some wrestling stuff here. You know who the baby face was. You know who the heels are, and then you know you pretty much know what happened. Well, I was going to say, I think the fact that it's Saudi Arabia and they're supposed to be the, um, would calling them the more progressive of the Middle Eastern countries be the correct terminology for that? They're, uh, I don't know that they're the most progressive. Um, this crown prince has wanted to do progressive stuff, but on the whole, I mean, in the sense that their society, it's not like. Their society, their their country is not like Libya, where their where their uh, ruler keeps gassing his own people, like that sort of level of um, progressive. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you could use. I don't know. I don't, progressive know, I don't is. know the worst. I'm trying to figure out the word to use for it, but I can't figure out. Yeah, there's it's a difficult. word for it, but I can't it, think of it. Yeah, it's difficult to to find the right exact way to describe it i don't think progressive fits i think they've at least given lip service to trying to modernize they're more liberal because i want to even say progressive or liberalized than some of the surrounding countries but like it's not quite the right word i just can't figure out what it is yeah again i was gonna go with a little bit less awful but i don't know if that's (laughs) trying to be nice i know they're still kind of still kind of awful because they do fund they do fund uh terrorism and yeah. i mean yeah it, and bombings in yemen i think have been happening that supposedly yes. on the saudi dollar yes that's yeah. something so, that's happened and again this is kind of getting into like the foreign policy weeds of things but it's important because <laughs> i mean i guess the, here's the argument it, it saudi arabia and the, the crown prince has at least tried at least given lip service to modernizing or trying to move uh, their culture at least in theory to a more I guess pro-western or westernized concept Uh, so do you do you go along with that and kind of engage in business with them and in the theory that exposure to western content will maybe move the culture along or do you ignore that I mean as as a nation from like the polit- political perspective, we obviously have ties with them because we need to, and you know they're they're they've done awful things, but sometimes you, you ally yourself with yeah. awful people to reach a, a, a in theory like a common goal or a better goal. Mm-hmm. But it, it, sometimes it, aligning with awful people, you're only doing that because they're less awful than the people around them, and it has its right. benefits. But the argument is, or like, you have we, an awful a group of awful people you work with that are not uh, they're willing to work with you when no one else is. Yeah, but the the flip side of that is like, well, do you really need to engage into this business deal with you know this nation and their government? And I think that's partly where I think people are upset. I think I think people are honing in on this because it is very brazen. But I think I think really a lot of people who are really upset about this, at least complaining about the WWE, I think. It's coming more from the perspective that, given Saudi Arabia's uh, perspective on both the rights of women and the rights of marginalized groups such as homosexuals, that they're they're really kind of focusing more on that. They were angry at the deal to begin with, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. In fairness, I, I think that's a very, very, very fair criticism. Oh, I mean, it's more first, than, yeah. The fact that the fact that um, they were not allowed to use any of their women wrestlers on there, and Sami Zayn was told to stay home because of his um, ethnicity, should tell you um, everything you need to know about how awful that deal was. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot that goes into this, and. The other, I guess, concerning thing here is, uh, can you can you try and try and 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 pull people into a more modern or more agreeable state of being by engaging with them? I don't know. Um, they that's kind of the idea of what trade with China was supposed to be about. By the way, Four Corners Podcast, your wrestling podcast for international relations talk. <laughs> uh, well, see, we wear the, many hats. We wear, the, wear many hats in this podcast. I think the problem. I think the problem with where you're going though is the WWE doesn't give a crap about that. They just saw the forty million dollars they were getting out of it. Yeah. So we have basically what we have to to kind of drag this back around to stuff about uh, Crown Jewel. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Is that. There is, I guess, a lot of consternation that's going on in terms of, well, what are we going to do here? Because there's a question of, do they continue to do the show? Do they move the big promoted matches off of the show to Survivor Series instead? Well, they still have the contract to do a big show in Saudi Arabia. One thing that has been happening is that they have not been talking about where crown jewel will take place that is, the, that is the dumbest thing they've done like in regards to this like well let's just not talk about it they still know it's in saudi arabia you morons well yeah the way i as a first step i could kind of see like okay we're gonna start with this until we figure out what else we're gonna do like i kind of get that <clears throat> but i don't know it's it seems to me that in doing it this way, in having this this event and with everyone up in arms about it, that they're it kind of seems to me like they're sitting around waiting for somebody to come in and tell them, okay, guys, don't do this. We have a measure of but authority to say you don't like it. If, if they've already had enough, senators tell them to not do it. Yeah, but are they senators that represent the state that the company's headquartered in. I mean, if I, if I was looking for an out, that would be a good out. I I kind of wonder if <clears throat> our current president, who has appeared on WrestleManias, that's still such a weird thing to roll off of my tongue. Well, but <laughs> they really, why don't they just lie and be like, "Look, like we're we're doing this because Donald Trump." told Linda who has a cabinet position in his like administration and just say he, t- he asked her behind closed doors to, to cancel the show. So we're canceling the show. And then you have your out because the president, you know, off the record asked you not to like, they have a really good out if they really wanted that. Yeah. But there's, there's no way the president would let that go. Even if it was a look, the president kind of was like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You probably shouldn't do this. He would get on Twitter and be like, I didn't say anything to that effect. That's not true at all. I don't know why they would be saying that. It's like, dude, 
I they could call not him the cover force. They could, but I mean, or Vince could just call him and be like, "Hey, look, can you can you like just bail us out here?" Yeah, could you throw us a bone, please? Yeah. <laughs> of course, this is Vince we're talking about, and Vince doesn't think he can do anything wrong. I I honestly because... think I honestly think it's the opposite. I think they're they are hell bent that they're going to do it because everyone's telling them not to. Oh yeah, I could see that too. I could see that being the case as well. It's it's just and and to 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 get back to the ring expressly. The thing that's craziest about this to me, like the craziest thing that is just wrestling related in regards to this to me is the fact that the Undertaker, Triple H, Shawn Michaels and Kane thing at Super Showdown was built to be the main event for Crown Jewel because something like that was requested for Crown Jewel by the Saudis whenever this deal was made. You, you know what bothers me a lot about this though is um, if I was if I was um, in a position like of power in the WWE, I think my biggest problem with this would be would be the safety of my employees. Yeah, um, even if Sammy doesn't go and the women don't go to work, after the last one, Corey Graves even put out on his Twitter, he's like, kind of happy not to be there anymore. And without saying expressly where or what, but you can't really miss it given the time frame. What's going to happen to Corey? You know, you, not to not to put too light of a spin on it, but if it's... If it's like the Rednecks in South Park, it's like, hey, we heard you don't like it here, and we don't welcome people that don't like being here, being here, yeah. or something like that. You know, what <clears throat> What happens there? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't have to make that decision, which is kind of nice, but I don't know what, you know, yeah. what, what are we supposed to do here? Um, God, it's, it is not, it's a real mess. Now I'm actually going to use this to segue us into another point. (laughs) There is a rumor and I'll be honest with you. I don't remember how credible this rumor is, but there is a rumor going around that next mania will be takers official retirement. Yeah, I Uh, believe that. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, he should have retired two years ago. Nah, more than two. He should have retired after Lesnar beat him. But um, he does not look good anymore. It's He looks very old. He he looks old and tired and, and overweight. And yet he's still got enough presence to make it look like a um I just, a big enough deal which is so weird and yet on the other hand not weird at all so I just don't want to see the guy die in the ring like it was bad enough when Mizawa did it um so I just don't want to see that again yeah it, well, I it's, guess Mizawa got dumped on his head yeah but still we don't want to see something like that happen. And look, Taker's not, he's not looking great. You. 
So, yeah, it's what do you think, Matt? Yeah, no, it, it's it's bad. I kind of wish he would just. I, I hope it is the last. I mean, I, I think he there's nothing. He has nothing else to prove. No. No, he really doesn't, and the I guess the thing about it that kind of frustrates me is that takers, you know, mania losses could have been used to like really boost some up and comer, but instead they they went to two guys who already had a big pile of accolades. Well, they kind of they kind of hosed Roman on that with bringing him back. Like, almost immediately. Yeah. But, I mean, still, take her, take her losing there, and then... <clears throat> so that's that's another accolade for someone who already has a giant pile of them. You know, that, that could have benefited somebody else. I think it should have benefited somebody else. Actually, you know... Um... I don't know if you've seen his show, but Foley actually justified it very well at his um, comedy show right after it happened with Lesnar beating him. Okay. Uh, well, like whenever he first lost to Lesnar, I was kind of like that dude that was in the picture in the front row with mm-hmm. like my mouth hanging open looking at this. But on the other hand, I, I got it. I mean, given given what they were building Lesnar to be, it makes sense. Foley's justification was... You have all these guys, and there's a lot of pressure with that, and they had the guy that just doesn't give a crap one way or the other about that pressure beat him is, like, what his justification was at his um, comedy show. Yeah. Um, and so, I don't know. There there we are. And, and you know, what happened tonight... Um, what, where do you go from here? What what do you do next now? Because you take into you know two of the most decorated people, and then one of them was built up basically to feed into the other one. I I don't know. Yeah. yeah. There's there's kind of this void about what to do, and I'm not sure. So, um, other. Right now, things going on. There's uh, let's evolutions see. this coming weekend. Yeah, and well, let's 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 talk about that for a second because we we talked about stuff with Becky Lynch previously, and it's still in kind of a weird place because um, it's it's like they're they're trying to book her into being a heel again even if she's not getting booed. Yeah, and the crowds aren't buying into it at all. So we're this, kind uh, of getting show, anti-hero Becky Lynch like we this, talked about. This show is um I don't know. I, Matt and I are going to be reviewing this show probably next week, but I mean, mm-hmm. on paper this show looks like a train wreck. Like if I was putting together a, a pay-per-view like is is of right now as we're talking, the Riot Squad, Sasha Banks and Bailey don't have anything to do on this show. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure what they're gonna do. Are they just gonna add them to the battle royal or I'm guessing. That's such a waste. Like they there's no reason why they shouldn't have a tag match on the show. 
Yeah, what, what are the what are the iconics doing? Uh, they're in the battle royal, I think. Okay, you you could literally here. I've just booked a match for them. You could have you could do instead of having it a Survivor Series, you can have Bailey and Sasha teaming up against uh, the Iconics and have it be like a Raw versus SmackDown type uh, scenario. Oh, they added they like added, a challenge um, match. They added Natalia, Sasha Banks, and Bailey versus the Riot Squad, so they have something to do now. Okay, that's. That so at least is, probably be a decent match. This is this is what the card is. Our main event is Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella, uh, Becky Lynch, and then against Charlotte, uh, Kirari Zane versus um, Shania Baszler, um, Rhea Ripley versus an opponent to be named, Io Shirai versus Tony Storm, um, Trish Stratus and Lita versus Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. The six man, and then the battle royal, which has Tamina, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Ember Moon, Alicia Fox, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Asuka, Mandy Rose, Sonia Deville, Carmella, Lana, Naomi, Tori Wilson, Michelle McCool, Alundra Bra- Blaze, Ivory, Kelly Kelly, Maria Canellis, Ken- and Molly Holly. So yeah. Yeah. Look, I when we review the show, we'll. I mean, a battle royal is point. a good place for people who haven't been on TV for. Yeah, I know. I have no problem with them throwing like Ivory or whoever in the battle royal. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll reiterate this when we review it, but I I, I want to point out like we have no issues with, you know, the the women having a, a pay per view. We just want it to be booked decently and well, logically. It's just. It's just. Um... I don't. I'm fine with like. Well, no, I'm not fine with Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella because that's gonna suck, yeah. and that's not a main event. My problem with it is, is you have your BS narrative about your four horsewomen and stuff, and you have, you have them confined well to two matches, and two of them are in a meaningless six man, so that you can get retreads, like people that don't mean anything, like to the current product, like Trish Stratus on there. And that's not to say anything bad about her, but it's like you're putting her over like you're doing what you do at WrestleMania every year. And it's really aggravating. There's um, I made this joke elsewhere, but, <clears throat> you know, if, if we're going to have equal treatment of the men's and women's roster, then it's entirely possible that they could have a crappy pay-per-view, too. And I'm just, I'm so, just, just f- fucking do the Sasha Banks versus Bailey feud already. Just fucking do it. It's weird they keep teasing that. And, and then. And it's, and it's, it's killing both of them. Yeah. Because and you can't, you can't do anything because everyone's just waiting for the eventual feud and they keep refusing to do it. Yeah, it's killing them, and it's also it's killing two people who already were kind of on the ropes because of bad booking and bad booking that's been going on for months. And the thing, the thing that kills me with Bailey is when they tried to turn her heel on Sasha, <clears throat> it actually got her over because people were happy she was finally standing up for herself. And it's, mm-hmm. it's 
Well, yeah, it's it's the same thing that happened with with uh, Becky Lynch, even though they've still kind of pigheadedly gone forward with her being a heel. But people would cheer because it's, she finally got she finally got over in the sense that she was going to accomplish something. She was going to like stand up and do something for herself. And that's kind of how the same thing they were going with with Bailey, although they never they never pulled the trigger with her. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's really. <laughs> disappointing that they found a way to you know Bailey came up and you would have thought that she would have just been a license to print money you know you you look around and you go man that's look at this look at this this woman who's a baby face that's so um who's so awesome and and is going to be this you know, could be the baby, just this massive baby face for the division, right? Like between her and Becky, it could be huge. And yet, they managed to screw it up. I also wish they would have done like a Satamora versus Matsumoto match on here. But you that'd know. be pretty awesome. I mean, yeah. even if they just got them and threw them in the battle royal. Like, I hope to God, I hope to God, like, at least they give EO and Tony, like, 20 minutes to work with. Instead of, like, making them go through some eight-minute. You know, that's that's actually a good point, because I don't, this, this if you if you read the kind of backstory on this uh, pay-per-view, this pay-per-view is allegedly going to go three and a half hours, and I think they even want to do, like, an hour pre-show for this. And it's, it's like, I don't, where, how are you going to do that? Like, every, all the women's matches you guys book... They don't go twenty minutes. They go if you have like a uh, a pay per view match, it may go like ten. So how with eight matches, how are you going to fit yeah. three and a half hours, even three hours of content into that? Unless you have the matches be super long, which I don't, I don't. Some of these people, I guess, you, I guess you could pull that off with some of them, like Kyrie Sane, Becky Lynch and Charlotte, Io Shirai and Tony Storm. Like they could, they could do twenty minute matches. Yeah. Uh, Ronda Rousey, Nikki Bella, Nikki Bella, like I'm, I, I would shudder for that to be 20 minutes. Yeah. The the six man, six woman tag, you could probably get a good long match 15, out of that. But you could, yeah, you could probably get 20 minutes out of that. Now, I mean, you figure at, the battle at least royal, 15, yeah. You figure the battle royal will be a a bit, but I don't know. I just, uh, I just don't know. Like they could have done more with this. Like you could have had an Ember Moon match on here. Like there's some. Like you could have thrown like as like a Raver SmackDown and done Ember Moon and Oscar, like as an opener or something. That would have been good. You could have gone along with that. Yeah, if they have a pre-show, what are they even going to put on the pre-show? I imagine that six-woman tag will be the pre-show. I don't think. I mean, eight. You only have eight matches if you now take one of those off for the pre-show. I mean, I don't know. They, they, they could put. Maybe they should take some NXT girls. Like you can have a, you can have a like a Bianca Belair match. That's true. I I just don't understand why they didn't bring some of the May Young, uh, ladies back. Yeah. Because I would have. I would have. You I could mean, easily honest, have that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would have. I would have loved to see uh, like Rachel Evers again. I think we're missing out on a very 
very important aspect that no one has talked about yet. How long is Stephanie McMahon's promo on this pay-per-view going to go? 45 minutes and 26 seconds. <laughs> well, there, there's part of that time we were wondering about. I actually think if she was smart, she would not come out because um, I just, but she won't. She's going to do some self um, pat on the back thing. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be something like, well, you know, no one thought this could happen, but we made it happen. And it'll be something like, like that. Well, that, that'll yeah, take that's... 20, 30 minutes. What, is then, a, what are they doing? Oh, sorry to cut you off. I was going to say, <laughs> the talk about <laughs> sorry, Rhonda and Nikki's match not going real long. How much time did they ring out of that first Rhonda Alexa match? Because there was just an awful lot of goofing off that happened early on, early on in that. First one was only like six minutes long. Was it only six minutes? <clears throat> and that yeah, was basically I mean, that I mean, was basically Coffin Lawler again. They did. They they did their. I'm looking it up right now. I think the second one went ten minutes, but the first one went. It went four minutes. Is that it? Yeah, well, I mean, you think about it, they just did their screwing around, and then she put her in an arm bar, and that was it. Yeah. The second match went twelve minutes and two seconds. <laughs> okay. <coughs> so. I would suspect that there'd be a fair, fair amount of of goofing around prior, and then we'll have to watch for the the, the video packages too, because I'm pretty sure there'll be some pretty big video packages. This brings me to uh, another point for us to discuss. There was information. Uh, let me see on Lillian Garcia's podcast. Lillian talked with Alexa Bliss lately, and so they, Lillian, apparently digs in with some people, and there's some stuff Alexa talks about and some stuff she doesn't. So they asked her about the match at Evolution with Trish. Alexa says, I don't know why it was turned into a tag. Uh, it could be fun because of the history between Trish and Mickey James, but I don't know why it was done that way. I know why it was, because it would suck if it was just... Alexa and Trish. Uh, Alexa is disavowing knowledge <laughs> on it. And then I someone say, I would say I would say they don't have faith in her to have a good match with Trish. Maybe and not. I would, I would say um, the general apathy of the general public towards that matchup uh made them alter it slightly. Maybe. Um, something else that's interesting is Alexa actually mentioned she was she was happy not being champion because there's a lot of pressure that's off that way, and um, she's she's looking forward to apparently doing something new with her character. So, you know, good for her. Um, and then there were there were two things that kind of stuck out at me, and I'll hit the first one of. Lillian asked her if she was in a situation where she that she wasn't comfortable with what it was, and um, she said the the things she's been uncomfortable with are she's apparently close with Naya still, but Naya had said you know like this is some stuff that you can say about me I'll be okay with it in the build up to the Mania match and Alexa apparently some of the stuff Alexa didn't say 
she felt was over the line. Um, so that's interesting. And then also, could you say that, you say that again? Like I, I, I think I didn't follow what. Okay, so Naya. Naya said to Alexa, here's stuff you can say about me, here's stuff you can say about me, here's stuff you can say about me. And apparently Alexa thought that some of it was over the line and wouldn't wouldn't talk about it or wouldn't go into it or wouldn't say that stuff. Even with Naya saying, like, you know, oh, okay, it's, it's okay. Okay, okay. okay um, I, I think I, mm-hmm. I, did, I must have missed, like, C to D there or something. Okay, that makes sense. That's okay. I may not have, I may not have communicated it real clearly. And then the other thing that came up, was Alexa talking about how hard it is to stay in shape on the road and how in a lot of, um, in a lot of cases, she's actually, it, it serves a dual purpose to like market her merchandise, but she's wearing a shirt in the ring because she, she's feeling like she doesn't, she's not happy with how she looks on given nights in, in her regular ring gear, which I guess blows my mind that, she would be feeling that way. Um, I mean, it is someone is someone that had to travel a lot while they were trying to lose weight. Um, trying to eat on the road sucks horribly. That that's absolutely true. That's that's true. Even if you're just going on like a vacation, because you can't. Oh yeah, it's bad. You can you can't really plan your meals. So imagine you're in the position of these workers. You're you're having to try and eat very nutritionally to, to kind of maintain a certain look or even like yeah. physical, like muscle mass. And you're always on the road and you have limited time. You can't like necessarily cook your food. So. Yep. And, and you'd be shocked how many pla- you would think, I mean, you would think you'd think you could walk into any restaurant and get grilled chicken. And that's a lot harder to find than you'd think it is. Well, and to to have something to eat with the grilled chicken that's not going to undo what you're trying to do by eating grilled chicken. Yeah, because, like, you go into a lot of places and, like, you have, like, eight different sides and five of them are potato-based. Yeah. So, go ahead, Matt. It's funny that, well, I mean, she can say that, but if someone like Dave Meltzer were to say that, he would be... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ripped apart on Twitter. Um, yeah. It's true, though. It actually reminds me of something that this is going back, but uh, Stacy Keebler, back when she was with the WWE, mm-hmm. uh, years and years and years ago, she mentioned something to that effect. And she obviously wasn't uh, as, as, as athletic um, as Alexa Bliss, and they never put the title on her or anything like that. But she mentioned about how it was very difficult to kind of maintain a look when you're on the road because mm-hmm. you, you didn't have time to, to eat and have time to really like kind of plan like your nutrition. And she, I remember this one story cause I, I found it fascinating. She'd say that she would just be like, she'd have to go finally into like a McDonald's and eat like a burger or something like that. And was like crying as she was doing it. Cause like she was so hungry and just could not, didn't have time to do anything else, but just eat like garbage food. And she just felt awful. So, yeah. I'm I'm over here think I'm over here just kind of giggling because the the eating on the road things making me think of the P D Williams Scott Steiner um, <laughs> Cracker Barrel story. I'm gonna go the wrong way up this one way street. Yes, <laughs> that's these, I, these, I remember that story. These chicken strips are too small. Get me bigger ones. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, yeah, he he ordered he ordered uh, chicken breast, and it was too small, so he sent it back. And then he's like, "How much <coughs> do I owe you, Scotty?" Oh, about ten bucks will cover it. Yeah. Um, incidentally, uh, just checking WWE Twitter right now. The update is it will be one on one for the vacant Universal Championship at Crown Jewel, Strowman v Lesnar. Yeah, Lesnar's gonna win it. Well. As someone who owns a Braun Strowman shirt, I'm gonna say, "Let's go, Braun." Nope, clap, they're gonna clap, clap, they're clap, gonna clap, totally clap. they're gonna totally make Braun look like a bitch. I, that that'd be so stupid. I really hope that they don't do that. That's, yeah, but that's what they do. That's what they've done like repeatedly to him, though. I'm I'm just I'm gonna sit here and say, "Let's let's I'm gonna pull for Braun." All right, I'm gonna pull for him, and. uh we're gonna, we're gonna see what happens. But I was, I was gonna add like to the Stacy Keebler thing. Other than my, um, my Scott Steiner thing is, it's it's gotten a lot better since like she was on the road. But like sometimes, sometimes when I was doing it, like and I was in the airport like at five in the morning and I had to eat something, like I'd have to go and order a breakfast sandwich and just pull the eggs off of the sandwich and eat the eggs like just to get like some protein. Mm. for the day yeah but it's 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 tough especially like i said like i was trying to diet and now i'm trying to maintain like a healthy weight and it's it's not it is hard like they you get set up for failure so bad and if like you know what the actual calories are for things like if you're like tracking it's it's absurd like i don't think people realize like how bad the calories are in certain things yeah i i i don't really eat fast food a lot but if if I ever do, I hate going in there now because they have uh, the calories up there and it just makes me neurotic and I, I, I just don't want to eat at all. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, great, I can have one sandwich that's like 1,200 calories and won't even fill me up. But if, that's, if, that's like all I can eat for the rest of the day. If I'm desperate, I go to Wendy's because you can get a grilled chicken sandwich for like, I think, 400 calories. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. I am in this odd place, and and this is going to be so weird, but for the weight loss I'm trying to accomplish right now, I'm working at it. I've got some other stuff kind of kind of at play, which makes it difficult, but <clears throat> the diet I have to actually lose weight from where I am is, for a day, 3,000 calories. Like, that's for me to bring it down slowly, not try and, like, you know, starve myself into it. Um, so I look, and even even with that, I look at calorie counts on menus and stuff, and I'm like, well, okay, that's not going to happen. Uh, that's not going to happen. Um, I could do that, but it's going to leave me famished in about three hours. Yeah. So it's... <laughs> trying to figure out a way to make that work like i get it it's but it's it's also to me to go back to the original point to me it's it's so wild that alexa feels like that that she needs to dress that way with as conscious as she is the pro the well the thing too though is like so so i i dropped down 
so I'll, I'll just give a brief history of myself. So I weighed about 290 for most of my adult life with some variations here and there. Um, I got diagnosed with diabetes about three-ish years ago now. So I decided that was it. I'm losing the weight. I went down from about 290 to 185. So that's where I walk around at. My variation is about between 182 and 188 at any given time. But the thing is, and where I sympathize with her, if I get there, and it's only two pounds from what I usually walk around as, but if I get over 187, I feel like a bloated fat pig for two pounds. Like, so I kind of get where she's coming from. Hmm. No, I, anyone who's been overweight and, and not that she ever was, but anyone who has like, and you lose the weight, you, you kind of, I think you get that mindset. Cause I was the same way. I wasn't that heavy. Um, but I was at one point in my life, I think around like 235 and I'm down to about like 175 is where I usually am at. But I, I am that way. It's like, I, if I eat, if I have like a, a day where I'm eating heavy, like I'll eat pizza or something like that, then I just get like. I get weird like the next few days. Like I'll definitely work out like an extra time or eat super healthy because I don't want to gain, I don't want to gain the pounds. You just like mentally you feel bad. You yeah. you do feel you do kind of feel bloated too. Or if so you get, if you come back from vacation like and like and you realize like you can wear those like you can realize when you lost the weight you were wearing the same clothes you wear now at twenty pounds heavier, but suddenly you're like these pants feel like fucking weird on my legs. Like I'm a fat pig. Like, and you're, and you're three pounds heavier than you, like your normal weight. Like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a really weird mind, mind screw. And like, um, I don't know about you, but when I lost the weight, like I had like, I had like body image issues and stuff like it, it, it's a really, there's a lot of things to that, the weight loss experience that I did not realize. So, so <laughs> I it's just, it's, it's, it, I, I totally sympathize because of my recent life experience, like what she's possible, what she's going through. It's, it's, a, it's, well, Alexa was also a, a bodybuilder before she got into wrestling. So she's, I, I can't help but wonder if that plays into the image stuff because she went from like, having nothing extra on her body to having a little extra on your body actually makes it a little easier. But, and especially if you're on a strict diet, um, especially like if, cause I, I keep it pretty low carb because when you're trying to cut calories, that's the easiest place to do it. If you do that and then you get into a whole bunch of carbs, like some random day or for a couple days, you feel like crap too. Hmm. So, okay. Well, <clears throat> that is, uh, that, that's what the big notable things that I, I brought out of the, uh, the Alexa bliss interview. Um, Oh, another thing that happened recently, <clears throat> Johnny impact, uh, won the impact wrestling championship at, what was it? Bound for glory. Is that right? Yeah, bound for glory. And now, uh, and Aries afterward, got up and flipped off the crowd and walked out. And so I've heard theory that Aries is doing a loose cannon gimmick or I'm that Aries is just, maybe he's just kind of being Aries and was upset and walked out. Uh, what do you guys think? I would think he, if he's, if he really walked out over that, he's an idiot because he just had like a 10 month run as like the guy in impact wrestling 
I haven't really heard the story that he walked out. Is this just storyline? It sounds like it would be storyline, but is it legit? I think it's I think it's storyline. They've been they've been bleeding. So they've bled some of those boundaries pretty. pretty yeah, uh, it, it's it, it's one of those. Um, it's one of those uh, work shoot things that I, I think that they're doing, but I thought it'd be worth discussing I think, anyway. I think it's an interesting route to go if they're going that route, but I, I've i generally liked what Impact Wrestling has done this year. Um, but that's not, that's actually not a minority opinion anymore. They've, they've, uh, they've put out a really interesting product. And um, kind of like loosening their contractual obligations um, has been an interesting move. So um, I'll be interested to see. And if you, like I said, I think they're a worthwhile product to watch now, unlike previous years. Well, that's and in that it's that it's Johnny Impact, aka Johnny Mundo, aka. John Morrison, a.k.a. Johnny Nitro, whatever. I'm actually kind of amused that he adjusts his name like that um, as he goes. But uh, I I like him a lot when he did when he did Lucha Underground. I'm, I'm about like a season and a half behind on that. But um, that's an interesting project if you've never watched it. We should discuss that at some point. I'm I am not even through the first season. Um, and I've had friends who've raved about it. Uh, thus far, I'm not entirely sold on it, but I, I need to I, watch a little more. Just the way it's shot feels fresh to me. And um, I do like the theatrical elements. That's the thing I actually do like quite a bit. My wife actually really likes it, and she's really she can take or leave wrestling. But I was watching it once, and and it was a couple of days later. She's like, "Are there more of those Lucha Underground episodes to watch?" Hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I really like the TV show aspect of it. I thought Conan was really good on it. I'm, I'm only a little bit into the, um, only a little bit into the, uh, uh, the, the first season as well. So I, I'm not that far along yet. Uh, I think the first, the first match they had on the first show, it was, I can't remember who Chavo was facing, but Moody Mom. Was it, it was, Sexy Star? Can't remember. I think it was. I think it was Blue Demon, right? Oh yeah, I bet it was. So yeah, you know, you you come out and you the first match on the cards, you expect this big stuff, and they did not work the kind of match I expected them to work. <laughs> so I was. I would say what my biggest problems with the promotion are: um, the commentary is terrible, and. Um, Sexy Star is fucking awful, and I wish they'd stop using her and pushing her. Oh yeah, there's there's lots of like um, I, I I'm not a fan of like the intergender wrestling to begin with, but like if you watch it, like Evilise does a pretty good job of keeping up, but Sexy Star is just a terrible worker. Well, and and she's got some and she baggage. broke Rosemary's arm. Yeah, she's an asshole. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I was gonna say. Is um, there's a lot of baggage. Yeah, 
Well, I would. Wait, you guys think that's uh, good for this week? Since uh, we kind of did this as an emergency episode, because <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. because of everything that's happened, it's a yeah. It's been it, it again. That that's so such a big um, such a, a big thing to happen. So okay. um, we'll probably be putting some stuff out on social media, express some solidarity okay. with what's up. So. Um, Unless you guys have anything else. I just want to add, so so this is what's going to happen in the next couple weeks on the show. Um, Matt and I are going to be reviewing Evolution next week. Um, Shad will not be here. He's going to be skipping out on us. And um, then the next week... Uh, I got some life happening yeah, over here. So, so. so then the week after that, we're actually going to do the Halloween Havoc 95 review. Um, we were going to do it this week, but... As we were coming on the air, obviously this happened, so we kind of changed gears. And then we're going to get into November, and um, don't quite know what we're going to do there. I think we're going to do an ECW show for review. That'll be pretty good, because I don't know how you guys feel, but I was not a big fan of ECW, so I might have a, uh, a very critical eye when I'm reviewing any pay-per-view we watch from them. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, it's going to be an interesting discussion. Yeah. And um, beyond that, as far as show reviews go, I would actually like us to do um, maybe try and do Wrestle Kingdom this year. I know that's a long ass show, but I. uh, I'd be willing to give it the old college try. I would be down. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll we'll let you guys know what we come up with. So, yeah. All right. Well, with all of that, we want to say. This has been the Four Corners Podcast on the Pit Podcast Network. We've been in three corners. You're in the fourth. Thank you all so much for joining us, and we look forward to hearing from you. Good night. Bye.